When God joins a man and woman together, it was for the sole purpose of divine covenant and communion. That bond, that union, and which is called marriage, as diversities, trials, and tribulations, like any other walk in life that nobody prepared us for. Nobody taught us the true meaning of the vows we took in front of hundreds of witnesses that sat before us the day we walked down the aisle. But what about the days, the months, and years after? Think about it. Who taught you how to be married? Did anyone prepare you or give you the proper training on marriage? Yes, we watched our parents, but did we learn the righteousness? Did we see the many disagreements and arguments? See, we learned and was taught that love will cure everything. But what about the knowledge, the wisdom, and the understanding? We all need help. We all need guidance. We all need direction. So this recorded session with Chris Jones, his beautiful wife Maria Jones, and Andrew Adams called The Grace Place, hopefully could inspire, encourage, motivate, and save someone's marriage. This is not counseling or therapy session, but it could be used as such. This is simply an open discussion, a conversation, and dialogue. Stay tuned as Double A Productions presents Grace Place. I'm here with my good guy Chris. Me and Chris, we kind of work together a lot. And me being newly married, and he's twenty something in the years, twenty four years, years in the game. And it's basically a conversation. We're, we're talking. I'm learning also. We're talking about marriage, how to have a covenant marriage, divine, sacred marriage, and what we're trying to do. We we want to put the word out, and because marriage not uplift. As it was back in the days right. when everybody else was coming up. Right. And I'm going to let y'all go ahead and introduce y'all selves. Okay. Uh, my name is uh, Christopher Jones. This is my wife, Marie Jones. We've been married for 24 years. We've been marriage counseling now for, what, 15? About 15 About 15 years. years. And uh, we want people to understand how to be married and stay married God's way. You know, the world has a way, but God also has a way on how we to interact and have a relationship with our significant other. Okay, okay. Anything you want to say? Um, I'm Marie, and like my husband said, we've been married for 24 years. Um, it's been a good 24 years, but it's been um, 24 years of really understanding what um, God has purposed for each of us in our marriage. So it's very important, you know, for wives to understand their role and husbands to understand what their roles are in the marriage. Sometimes we get those mixed up. Um, as wives, we're more concerned about what our husbands should be bringing to um, the marriage and not so much what we should be bringing to the marriage. And sometimes vice versa, the husband is um, focused on the wife. But when we both understand our role as God intended mm -hmm. then uh, we can have very successful marriages I like what you said uh, how you took the self accountability of what we're doing right, and putting exactly. into the marriage first versus what you're not doing what that person not the finger pointing and stuff exactly so and like I say I love the uh, like I said I talk to this man all the time about <laughs> things so uh, and he's been giving me good advice and I go home and practice it but you know 
certain things, if you're not on the same page and can't communicate, it still won't mesh together. That's right. 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 So, uh, foundation of marriage. Foundation of marriage. Tell me, I want to know how to get what, the, I don't want to say that, well, the elder generation got. Okay. Those 40, 50 years of marriage, only being five years in, right. it's hard. I'm right. not saying it don't supposed to be easy, but it's, it's hard. Right. Yeah. It's that sacrifice you have to make, you know, mm -hmm. and understanding that my wife know I'm going to sacrifice for her mm -hmm. just like she's going to sacrifice for me. Mm -hmm. And when we got married, we did not understand what a marriage covenant was. Mm -hmm. And once we understood what a marriage covenant was, then we start to walk in that covenant and a marriage covenant is a lifetime agreement and a commitment between between one man and one woman mm -hmm. that involves promises to each other and for each other before God mm -hmm. and and I personally know people don't take some of us don't take the covenant or the, the, the vows that we exchange mm -hmm. seriously because it's almost as if she don't do what I want her to do I'm going to give her three times the three strikes you're out, mm -hmm. and I'm going to go find somebody else that will. But that's not how it's supposed to work. Right. Mm -hmm. That's not how it's supposed to Because no marriage, God, and every day he gives us a chance to make it make, right. it make it perfect. Right. We're not perfect people, but we're supposed to balance each other after becoming that perfect. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. So that's what I'm I'm trying to get to. Like I say, I'm learning myself mm -hmm. because I'm freshly new and I'm only right. 30 right. years right. old. Right. So, yeah, I'm learning myself. And I learned a lot since being married because I was selfish being single. You know, you selfish and all this you stuff. think about self and you think about self yeah. now i'm learning to put her first mm -hmm. exactly right but you know we had three kids like in five years right, right. <laughs> so i understand <laughs> when kids that's come because that's a mother's nature mother's right. nature is to cover her kids right that's her right. nature and i understand that mm -hmm. but men you know we get kind of jealous Right. Yeah, we get right. kind of jealous. I mean, I hate, yeah. I won't just admit it, but, and some yeah. won't admit it, but we get kind of jealous because right. Right. where I fall at now, because her main goal and main focus is now the kids. It's nurturing. Mm -hmm. Right, and you, I feel left out. <laughs> so, I want to know how we, how can we, uh, because I'm focused on my career, so right. it's like we, we're, not focusing on each other. Mm -hmm. I'm focused on my career and what I got going on, my older kids and all that, and she focused on the babies right. and so forth. So it's not time spent. I think that's one priority besides sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Right, right. It's time spent because time is a commodity of a relationship, just right. like money is a commodity of a business. So That's right. That time is like kind of register. How can I register that? to my significant other and she would be here today uh, but she camera shy she kind of right. uh, well, we're, we're, she, she'll be here yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah well you know I think it's important for us to understand you know really what the foundation of marriage is mm -hmm. and and even before we get married before we go into marriage to have a really good understanding mm -hmm. but but since you're already married since you're <laughs> in marriage and and typically people start having problems um, not during the engagement not mm -hmm. you know when they're living together you know to, you know in you know today's society so many people are living together before they get married mm -hmm. or they've just abandoned marriage altogether because you know of conveniences and things like that but it's it's just important to understand 
God's intention from the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, that he said, you know, to man, that he wants you to leave your mother and father and cleave unto your wife. And what does that cleaving really mean? You know, what what is the essence of what God is saying to us when he says to cleave to your wife? Right. You know, he didn't say, you know, husbands, leave your mother and father and cleave to your job. Right. Or cleave to your vocation or cleave to uh, your hobbies. He says to cleave to your wife. So that says to me that your wife is your first priority. So that's the priority for the husband. But then on the flip side of that for wives, the Bible tells us that we are there to be a help me. Mm -hmm. So we are there to be helpers, not to be um, necessarily a helper at work, mm -hmm. uh, to be a helper, you know, with our family and our friends, but we should be there to help our husbands. So if we begin to put um, first things first mm -hmm. and understand, you know, what needs to come first, what our priorities need to be in our lives and in our relationships, I think we can th then begin to start walking together. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times we come into marriage, uh, like you said, Drew, I like when you said, uh, when you're single, you're selfish. Right. And typically when we ask uh, single people, why do you want to get married? Mm -hmm. You know, typically that response is, oh, because I want to have children or mm -hmm. I want to have this kind of life but marriage is not that mm -hmm. when we get married marriage is so that me as a wife can help my husband fulfill the purpose on his life and for my husband as uh, as a man to help me fulfill the purpose that God has on my life mm -hmm. but that's not how we come into marriage mm -hmm. so we have to just again go back first things first what is God's initial design? And once we understand what God's initial design is, um, we have to begin to purpose to walk in that. You know, it's just like with our salvation. You know, we come to Christ, you know, sinful, as naked before him as we can possibly be. And he says, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my son mm -hmm. in his perfectness, mm -hmm. and I'm going to put his righteousness on you mm -hmm. so that you can walk in the perfection of Christ to me. And then he tells us, walk out your salvation mm -hmm. with fear and trembling the same thing in marriage but mm -hmm. we want to come into marriage sometimes you know we get into it right. as a wife I want my husband to be perfect as a husband I want the wife to be perfect and it just does so not work, work that right. way we need that time but right. before we get that time we've got to have understanding right and then I'm gonna add to that one of the things you know you're gonna leave cleave and then you want to become as one. Mm -hmm. Leaving means leave everything that you used to know in the past. That mm -hmm. includes those old relationships, right. your parents, mm -hmm. your cousin them, all of them. You got to leave them in the past right. because now what the priority is, is your significant other. Mm -hmm. your, your wife or your husband becomes your focus. Mm -hmm. Right, focus. I because like when the kids grow up, mm -hmm. they're going to leave. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be you and your husband or your wife. A temporary assignment. Children are like a temporary exactly. assignment. Exactly. Yeah, they're just passing through. They word from they're passing like through, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And and the other part is cleaving to each other. Mm -hmm. You know, and cleaving is that wholehearted commitment, that loyalty mm -hmm. to your your husband or your wife. And you know, it's like permanently glued together. Mm -hmm. And um a lot of uh, when you was talking about what we come into a marriage, it, if you ask any man or any woman, what do you get married for? Mm -hmm. A lot of people say love, mm -hmm. and they and a lot of people think love trumps everything. Mm -hmm. 
And I kind of disagree with that because me and Chris been talking. He sent me to another direction. Like, you have to have more than love. Oh, yeah. And for some reason, people, I had this conversation with a lady just recently, yesterday. And she said, love overdoes and trumps everything. Well, I said, well, people get divorced every day. Mm-hmm. They still love mm-hmm. their, their ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Ex, they ex-spouse. Mm-hmm. So what other things should be accommodated with love? Oh, wow, that's a loaded question. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's loaded, but no, that's a very, very good question because, you know, the Bible does tell us that, that love covers a multitude of sins. It mm. does. You know, you think about our children. Our mm. children can do a lot of things before we just fall out of, quote, unquote, love with them. Right. So, you know, love is very, very important. You know, the Bible tells us, you know, uh, God is love. You know, mm-hmm. for God so loved the world. But in our relationships with each other, we have what we call the fruits of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, that, you know, love is a part of that. But but along with love, we need some patience. Mm-hmm. We need kindness. Mm-hmm. We need temperance you know there has to be you know joy coming out of the relationship we've got to have faith you know sometimes you have to have faith just to be able to um you know connect yourself with another person to trust trust another another person person. so there are so many things but love is very important because love is strong love love allows us to see people in a different light Mm -hmm. love allows us to respond differently so that's very important but but we do need some other um i say skills you know life skills and marriage and you know um we just don't get those things sometimes, you know, we don't practice those things, you know, let me ask you guys a question since I'm the only female here. Um, (laughs) And and when your wife come, it'll be uh, a 50, 50 thing, you know, here, but uh, we'll make it work today. Um, What skills do you practice Mm -hmm. as a husband? So you can become very, very good at in loving your, your wife or Chris, you loving me or just being a good husband. Kindness, patience, willing to put myself to see things the way you see them. Mm-hmm. Not just from the male perspective, but from where you at. If yeah. you've worked all day, you're tired, you're not ready to come home and be lovey-dovey with me because mm-hmm. you have to download. If mm-hmm. I've been home all day, you have to re- relax and release, mm-hmm. you know, vice versa. So giving you that time, whether it's, Hey, honey, how, how was your day? Everything okay? Or if you just want to go and just be to yourself a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, and everyone needs that uh, de- decompression time or that time to just release from their day. And then you're ready to talk about it because you could just had an intense uh, um, conversation with someone and you come home, you're still intense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like when you're finished playing uh, a, a game, you know, you come from the football field. I don't know why they want to interview these guys because they're still mm-hmm. intense. You know, right, you, right. you're still engaged and you have to decompress, you know, a minute or two. And then you're able to kind of assess where you at, where were you at during the, during that day and talk about what has happened. Mm-hmm. But if you still, uh, you still got all your raw emotions going, then it could be a confrontation with me. You know, I mean, it, it, it could be. So those are some of the things that I try to do is to practice being patient, being understanding, being kind. Do it always work? No, mm-hmm. but I try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I want to say I got a lot to work on because I've, I've been selfish and 
for a while. And uh, patience, and I gotta have patience. I, my main concern, I have to learn to communicate. Right. Mm -hmm. My that's, that's my biggest that's problem because my white our backgrounds are so different. Right. right. And my commit when I'm when I'm saying one thing, she's thinking I'm saying something else, vice versa. Mm -hmm. But as far as what I'm bringing to, I think I've sacrificed a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm, a lot of my old my tradition and my ways come from my father. Yeah. Growing up, seeing him how he always was at work mm -hmm. taking care of the family he was always like hustling or grinding something to get take care of my parents mm -hmm. my mom mm -hmm. to get ahead to get ahead right mm -hmm. and i think i picked up a trait but at the same time we just said time is the commodity of a relationship mm -hmm. i'm not at home a lot right. yeah. so i think that will kind of pulls and tugs on our relationship a little bit with the kids also and our different background okay Amen. good um, you both said something that's really key to the marriage covenant, and that's sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to sacrifice, um, you know, things that we want to do. You know, we have to sacrifice, um, you know, sometimes, you know, just ourselves physically mm -hmm. to be able to meet the needs of our spouse. That You know, that's uh, very important in the marriage covenant. And another um, essential component of the marriage covenant mm -hmm. is dying to ourselves and you know and when you think about that you know I, I know for me initially when I heard you know you have to die to yourself I thought you know well why do I have to give up me you know, why do I have to give up my identity as a person, as a woman, you know, to be in a relationship with my husband? But that's not the type of death that Christ is asking us for. Mm -hmm. You know, the type of death he's asking us for is to put those things aside that are not beneficial to the relationship. You know, to put those things aside that are not um, um, beneficial to our spouse. And that's what that death is all about, you know, almost, you know, leaving some things behind. Like my husband says, um, he makes a very good analogy about two people getting married and you're both bringing, you know, your, your baggage, your suitcases, your suitcases, you know, into the relationship. And they're just full of all of your stuff, right. you know, everything that you've accumulated over your life, um, over a lifetime. And then you're getting married. You have to leave those suitcases there. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got one married suitcase. Mm -hmm. And you and together you decide what is going to go into this, what is going to go into our lives, what's going to go into our marriage. Right. And sometimes it's you know you bring something you know to <laughs> to the new life, and and the other person is saying, no, you know we can't bring that. Right. And a part of that sacrifice and that dying is to say, you know something, I've got to bury that, I've got to let that go. But many times we bring those things into the relationship anyway mm -hmm. after we've decided, no, that's not going to be good for us. And we try to resurrect those right. things and mm -hmm. think about, you know, us as just human beings trying to mm -hmm. resurrect a dead thing in our relationship. And it just doesn't work. It just doesn't. And, um, and that's where most of your disagreements come in at mm -hmm. is when you're bringing something from your past that the other person don't agree with. Mm -hmm. You know, and I talk about the suitcase, you know, you got your past suitcase, mm -hmm. and then when you get married, you have this empty marriage suitcase that you put in there. Mm -hmm. So it's some things that from both of you guys' past that you're going to put in there, but then there are some things from both our past we can't put in there. Right, right. And, when, and that's where 
that confrontation come in. No, I want I want mom and them to come over mm-hmm. for for the holidays. Well, I'm not used to that. Right. You know, so then you go back and forth until you come to agreement that you know you you settle in. You know, everybody doesn't do things the same way. Right. right. And so that's when you know when you first introduce yourself. You know, you don't know if you're going to marry this person or not. Mm-hmm. So once you get to know them, you're like, okay, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. Mm-hmm. But what about the negative things that you right. do? What about the things, you know, she's very clingy to her parents mm-hmm. or he's very clingy to his mom. Mm-hmm. You know, where do I fit in that? Like right. you said, where do I fit in that? How are they going to fit me in to where I'm still number so we talked about some of the sacrifices. What are some of the responsibilities in a marriage? Okay. Some of the, as a husband, you know, one one of the first thing Christ requires us to do is to love our wife like Christ loved the church. You know, he give us that analogy because he died for the church. He died. He gave his all for his his church which is his bride which is your wife is your bride mm-hmm. so you should be willing to you know give your all i know a lot of times husbands say i work a lot uh, i have to you know leave one job going to the other or or i'm always on a business trip but that's just to make sure your household is taken care of and in today's society i know a lot of the work dynamics have changed but still as a husband as being the the uh, one that is responsible for the household. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the one that's probably going to make the sacrifice. I do know of some other situations to where the wife is out making the money and the husband is taking care of the household, but I'm pretty sure that was agreed upon. That was agreed upon, right. The second one, you want to honor honor your wife. You know, I mean, there's days I uh, I asked her, you know, what do you want? You know, mm-hmm. how do how do you do it? Or whether she comes home, if if I'm at home before her, I will cook and have dinner and have some of the things available to her to where she can just enjoy her time instead of leaving one job and coming into another. You know, taking care of household is another full time job. So if you work in eight hours. Mm-hmm for you know to bring in income and then you have to come and make sure dinner is prepared the clothes are washed the kids homework is done everything is ready for the following day for one person to do that Mm -hmm. is very exhausting you know we had some friend of ours you know uh he didn't understand that Mm -hmm. and you know his wife was you know when it came down to you know his time she was tired and he could not understand why was she so tired Mm -hmm. and so she said well I tell you what, when I come in, let's flip this, mm-hmm. okay? You do what I'm supposed to do, and I'll be ready for you at night. So by the time that he done everything that she was doing, mm-hmm. he was tired. And she was like, you leave, right. you know, I right. catch you tomorrow. Right. Mm-hmm. So then from that experience, he understood that this all you know, it's not going to fall on my wife if right. both of them are working. Now, mm-hmm. if she's, right. you know... Uh, stay-at-home mom then like I say is what's agreed what is right. agreed upon and you know the second one is to cheer make her happy please her show her affection mm-hmm. you know it's one of the things that you know well, you have the love languages and I know uh, physical touch is, is a lot of men but you know words of, of affirmation are, are a lot of women mm-hmm. uh, uh, love language and you right. know that affection tell her how beautiful she is right. that you appreciate her mm-hmm. you know the gifts 
uh, acts of kindness. And those are just some of the things that we can do as a, a covenant husband and our responsibility. And then the one of them, the main one is to lead and guide. Right. And I'm glad you said that because I'm just going back to some of the natural things of men and women traits. You said to tell her because men, we like to be touched and, you know, we like the physical. Right. Exactly like when we first meet a woman, we mm-hmm. look at the physical mm-hmm. versus a woman, she looks at the physical second. She's That's trying to right. figure out the mind and she's trying to get an emotional connection. That's so right. when you said when uh, coming home and saying how beautiful she is and giving her words of encouragement and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that's, that plays along exactly with human nature, really. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So I like that, man. Um, <laughs> so, I, well, okay, well, I'm sorry. I still have one more. Go ahead. Go ahead. And because with the lead and guide, mm-hmm. that is another uh, sticking point mm-hmm. for a lot of marriages because why is it that every time as a man you try to uh, lead your woman, but she mm-hmm. want to tell you how to get there? Mm. She want to tell you how it should be done. I right. know a lot of brothers, a lot of men deal with these right. issues. Mm-hmm. because. But let me tell you why. And it goes back to Genesis 3 and 16 mm-hmm. uh, after the fall. Okay. And we're in the garden and God is telling, is talking to Adam and Eve as to these are your punishments. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's uh, Genesis 3 and 16. This is New Living Translation. Is that Then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy. And in pain you will give birth. And you will desire to control your husband. But he will rule over you. Mm-hmm. That's why I like the Bible. I call it, My acronym <laughs> for the Bible is Basic Instruction Before Leaving Earth. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> so, but, mm-hmm. but that's that part where... We, we are told to lead and guide, mm-hmm. but how do you lead and guide someone who want to lead and guide you? Mm-hmm. That's, that's true. Mm-hmm. How do you, you're telling them, you know, what you have been given that authority, mm-hmm. but someone wants to, don't know their role. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important to know your role and not saying that the woman is less than because no, by all right. means. She is just as equal. She's an equal partnership in this. Right. She has her role. I have my role. And we balance it out. Right. Yeah. And the and thing about that, though, it brings me to the word submit. When a yes. lot of women hear the word submit, even men take it a no, negative no, way. Exactly. But women go to, like, he just want to no, be controlling. Yeah. No. It's not yeah. that. Right. Submit, no. To me, submit means you're going to put him first. That's mm-hmm. a sacrifice. That's the sacrifice. Okay, gotcha. That's 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 a part of sacrifice. Right. Submitting actually it takes more strength to submit mm-hmm. than to just blurt out anything. That's mm-hmm. undisciplined. Mm-hmm. And the last one it will be is another important one is to provide for her. Oh yes, most definitely. You know, mm-hmm. and that's where we get caught up as men. We are out want to provide but another generation has come in as men that they want the woman to provide for them and those are men who haven't matured or haven't walked into manhood Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and a lot of times you have young men who are fatherless and all they know is their mother you know they have the perception that all men would marry their mother Mm -hmm. well some men take it a step farther right that they won't provide for 
their family. Their wife will provide for them. Their wife will go out and work and then right. come home. Everything we just talked about, they will come home and feed them mm -hmm. and provide for them because they don't have the understanding as to why. This that mm -hmm. goes along in different a whole lot of aspects in life. Yes, wow. Yeah, because now I'm thinking I might come off the subject a little bit. Even with uh, kids that can't take male authority exactly. from other men because of how the Thank mother treated. Exactly. Right. Okay. Exactly. Now it all makes sense. Like I say, it's nature. Right. All we have to do is pay attention to what we're doing. Because God laid this thing out. Yeah. The plan is right here in front of us. Right. <laughs> From the first wedding yeah. in the Garden of Eden, if we look at our society, mm -hmm. our society has pretty much gone crazy right. because the household has gone crazy. The household, the family, the house, the right. family right. Is, is, is out of order. Totally so now agree. our society is out of order. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. I totally agree with that. Yeah. You guys made some very, very good points. But I want to go back to um, the provide for her. Mm -hmm. um, um, being provided for as a woman is so important. Mm -hmm. But it's, it goes beyond just the monetary mm -hmm. uh, 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 provision that a husband can bring for her. I think one of the most important things that my husband provides for me mm -hmm. is security. Mm -hmm. My husband provides security, not only um, physical security, but he provides emotional security for mm -hmm. me. He provides um, uh, uh, just, you know, a stabilization point for me. Mm -hmm. You know, when I'm out, I work um, a full-time job in the world, and when I, you know, I'm out in the world, sometimes things are just... Um, chaotic mm -hmm. you know not you know from traveling to work and this road rage on the highway mm -hmm. you know going to the office and there are uh, you know there's an uproar in the office and all of that you know I can't find um, uh, 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 security mm -hmm. in those places but when I come home because my husband is a very very even kill person, mm -hmm. very balanced person, very disciplined person. When I come home, I find that security there. Mm -hmm. So it's not only um, you know just that that financial support that he provides for me, but that emotional uh, stabilization he provides, and also um, in that provision, being a um, you know uh, uh, an honest man. Mm -hmm. You know, being a man of integrity mm -hmm. is so important. You know, I don't have to worry about, you know, is, you know, the balance in the bank, you know, the checking account. Is right. it really what he say it is? You mm -hmm. know, that's very important, you know, that I can believe and trust what he says. So that um, that provision goes a long way. But uh, some of the responsibilities of a covenant wife is that we just love our husbands. Mm -hmm. You know, in today's society, and I'm just going to be very, very transparent here, the world is not cheering our husbands on. You know, the world is, you know, when my husband leaves our home in the morning, you know, there are very few people out there going, come on, Chris, you can right. do it. You can mm -hmm. make it. And it's incumbent upon us as, especially Christian wives, that we pray for our husbands, that we speak um, words of encouragement into their lives, that we support them in the right way. So that love is so important. Um, submission, you guys uh, mentioned that. And right. I was like, wow, they are spot on uh, with women submitting to you know their husbands, if you think about it, ladies, submission is like a huge umbrella. Mm -hmm. 
and so and and if you can fall under the leadership and the authority of your husband and especially if your husband is following Christ you are coming under the protection of not only your husband but you're coming under the protection of Christ so that means that everything that is in Christ mm -hmm. just think about it not only our salvation but our blessings favor grace mercy everything that we need is in Christ when you submit you follow you you come under that right. so outside of you know if you're not in submission then all of those things that Christ has for us when you're following your husband you may not be getting because you're not in submission to your husband. That is so important. But we have to submit to our husbands because when we're submitting to you all, we're submitting to the Lord. Right. And that's where that, that protection comes in. Um, pleasing our husband, it, husbands is important. Mm -hmm. You know, it's important that, you know, if, if, if ladies, if he likes it this way, make that effort. You know, um, Drew, you made the, 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 the statement about men are visual. Mm -hmm. Men are very, very visual. You know, visual in, um, you know, what's attractive to them, not only the way we look, ladies, but also in our speech is very important. Um, to give him affection. And again, you know, non-sexual um, affection is important for ladies, but ladies, we, are, we know that our men are sexual beings, so we have to be um, available for them and not, um, you know, grudgingly withhold ourselves from them in a sexual way the Bible calls us to be helpers to be help meets and you think about it um, my husband and I just left a football game mm -hmm. there was one head coach <clears throat> excuse me that I noticed on the sidelines uh, for the, the team but then there were like I don't know like how many assistant coaches mm -hmm. helping that head coach mm -hmm. to win the game right. and that's who we are in our in the lives of our husbands right. we are those assistant coaches you know we we can be um, his financial assistant mm -hmm. and advisor we can be uh, you know a, an advisor to help him on his job to help him with the children um, to help him in um, you know other affairs that he has out in the community mm -hmm. that's a very important job think about it if you're a sports fan, what would that team look like if there was just one coach on the sideline? True. Those helpers are so important, and we're uh, important, ladies, as uh, as a helper to our husbands, um, helping to be an administrator in the household, mm -hmm. you know, kind of being... Um, um, you know his eyes and ears you know in the home understanding what that temperature is like in the home uh, sometimes uh, you know my husband would go out to work and he would come back in and things were not the way he wanted it to be and boy that temperature would rise really quick mm -hmm. but because I can be um, an administrator so to speak for him in the home I can be his eyes and ears mm -hmm. I can go to him and say Hey, honey, I just want you to know that, um, you know, when you said this, it disrupted us a little bit. Mm -hmm. Or when you behaved this way, it disrupted our, disrupted our children a little bit. So he'll know what he needs to do in order to bring the home back into balance. It's very important for us as wives to be in that position um, for our husbands. And then just having that meek and quiet spirit. You know, sometimes it is okay 
to just be silent on an issue. That's my main, biggest problem. That's yeah. what I'm working on. Yeah. Silence sometimes <laughs> is right. so important, especially when it's a situation where it's, it, you know, it's that tug of war. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes just being silent and let the Lord speak through the situation. You know, allow the spirit to guide what your husband is doing right. next instead of us, you know, telling him, you're going to do this and you're going to do that. Have that conversation with the Lord mm-hmm. and, and begin to uh, uh, help uh, help your husband um, by the way um, that you respond with that meek and quiet spirit. And then um, we, if, 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 if we are Christian women and our husbands are not just not there yet, mm-hmm. because sometimes as women, um, you know, when we catch on fire for the Lord, we catch on fire and rerun very, mm-hmm. very fast, and we can leave our husbands behind. Right. But as godly women, instead of, you know, beating them down, you need to come to church, and you need to pray, and you need to do this, this and you need to do that. If we would just stand in, just stand in the gap, as the Bible say, mm-hmm. make up the hedge for them, be their intercessor, Pray for them. You know, instead of speaking what they're not doing, begin to speak what they should be doing. Mm -hmm. Begin to speak who God has created them to be. And watch God change things in the the marriage and in your household. And that's how we can fulfill our covenant responsibilities as a wife. And I want to add to that, for as a covenant responsibilities for a man and a wife, is communication, Mm -hmm. being able to listen. And like Mm -hmm. my wife just said, you know, when she come to me, I can't always be defensive. Mm -hmm. I can't always think that I'm always right. Right. You know, to hear someone else's point of view of what I see, then let me gather that, let me process that. Let me say, yes, it is, or no, it isn't. Mm -hmm. Let me say, there is an adjustment I need to make Mm -hmm. because this is what I know, Mm -hmm. but this is not how my family is going to respond to me mm-hmm. you know it's you know we always say it's my way or the highway mm-hmm. yeah it could be but is it beneficial no it's not beneficial. <laughs> you know is it you know is it is, is, is it truly beneficial right. i told to you this was gonna be like a marriage counseling right, right. for me you know i'm learning things man but i do like what your wife said about um uh, the man, ha- he has to be doing something because he can be a helpmate, but if he's not doing nothing, what is she helping? That's right. And I like to tell a lot of men that a lot of men always talking about she's supposed to do this, she's supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. But what are you doing? Right. Exactly. You don't even have a goal. That was right. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, that was one of the things early on in our marriage that my wife always told me, mm-hmm. you know, well, you supposed to be this, or you supposed to do that. You right. supposed to, well, what? is your role mm-hmm. you know what right. are you supposed to be doing mm-hmm. you know i i understand what i'm not doing but what right. are you supposed to be doing mm-hmm. and not until we lined up that i got in place mm-hmm. she got in place right. so as long as everything was out of order mm-hmm. there was confusion mm-hmm. like it i like it like it we yeah. have to have that order um in our relationships you know we know that it's god and it's christ mm-hmm. and then it's the husband mm-hmm. and it's the wife and we all have to know um, what our roles are and um I-, I like to say this all the time especially to um to the ladies if we are in the place that we're supposed to be in as wives mm-hmm. know what our roles are as wives as godly wives and really really be good at that 
a lot of the issues that we have in our marriage, I think, would just dissipate Mm -hmm. because it's the enemy that's coming into our marriage, creating the havoc. But when you bring the word of God into your marriage and you start to flow in the things of God, Mm -hmm. you know, the Bible says that we have to submit to God, Mm -hmm. resist the devil, and he will flee. And when we start submitting to God and and submitting to the word, um, especially as godly wives, the enemy just has to go. Well, some of the blessings and benefits of being in a covenant marriage yes. is uh, uh-huh. one is you having favor, mm-hmm. favor upon your, your life. You know, a lot of companies, a lot of corporations, if to lead the corporation, mm-hmm. they want you to be married mm-hmm. because it kind of gives them an idea. And as you say that, I think about it. Um, growing up, I always thought about how it would look if I was to have a business. And I had, and you know, we hate to prejudge and put pressure, but I'm thinking about my company. If I was to hire a person that's married or a person that's not married, who would I pick first? I mean, you hate to do that, but at the same time, you're thinking like, I got a business to run. This single person gonna be going out calling in. Yeah, but understand what you're saying. That stability. That stability, right? And so when you know you kind of look at that, it's not like a single man can't do it, right? But it's more beneficiary for stability. You know, got it. Then you have love and respect, and I mean, love and respect. Those are two words, mm-hmm. really, that most people don't understand, but it's very important to your marriage. Okay. Because your wife is looking for love, your husband is looking, looking for, for respect. respect. That's true. Because we interpret respect as love. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, we're, but we're quick to give respect as men, but we're very slow to give, give love. love. That's true. Mm-hmm. Women that's are very true. quick to give love and very and slow to give respect. respect. I like that, man. Say that again. I like that. I like that one. I like that one. And it's very true though, because I always thought about it. And uh, if a woman, I, I like to hear my wife say she loved me, but is it that don't process with me? Yeah, it's the respect when you start showing me the respect. Then I then understand. You kind of stick your she messed like, with yeah. me. She fooled me. Right, that's my right, thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. And when I mean, and that's that part of submission is, is respect. That is part of love for her. Part of your submission mm-hmm. to your wife is loving her. Right. right. And it goes hand in hand. And that's what, like I say, that submission mm-hmm. is is more than just, oh, she's over me or he's right. over me. No. Right. Once she su- submits, she's respecting you. Right. Once you submit to her, you're loving her. Mm-hmm. That's that, I like that. I like that. That's good. That's real deep. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's real And deep. then you got your companionship, okay. you know. It's me and my wife, we're empty nesters now. So, you know, yeah. we, we you know, been out today. We're going right. to go out this evening. I mean, we just, we're hanging out. That's you know, what I we, miss. We, we, I we're hanging it, out. Just. That's what I really miss. I think it's because we got the three little babies, the six, two, and the eight-month-old. Right. And that's what I think our relationship really is missing. Right. The time again, back to the time. Mm-hmm. And because I, I want to go out. Right. I want to go out. and But she's tired. Right, because she do have three babies, babies to run. Right, so I understand that, but it's like, man, I'm on the backbone, man. Right, right. <laughs> once again, yeah. it seems like you know. yeah. And then you have pleasure and affection, of course. You know, mm-hmm. sexual 
pleasure and not just that but just you know the physical you, you know mm -hmm. something about touching a warm body that makes you you know you want to be close to that person right mm -hmm. correct then you have joy and then you know we should have godly children you know they may not always start out that way right, right. but they will eventually come back it's the foundation you know, just, if you set this solid foundation mm -hmm. like a house yeah. the house will come down right the foundation, foundation gonna still there. yeah i understand that i understand right. that. yeah yeah, that's it. Well, we're going to wrap it up for everybody today. We're going to come back with uh, episode two. And basically, this is, like I say again, it's not more of a vlog to be questioning and answering. It's more of a conversation to re get the family back together, the marriage back together, so we can become what God intended us to be, to that purpose. Because a lot of us don't even know our purpose here. Right. That's right. Right. And. God didn't say everybody has to be married. He only mm -hmm. said he loved and cherished marriage. That's right. right. Yeah. So anything else before y'all want to close out? Um, you know, just, just for couples who, um, you know, may be struggling with, you know, what's right in my marriage? What's wrong? You know, she's saying it should be this way. Mm -hmm. He's saying it should be that way. And, and they're just at, um, you know, that crossroads with each other. Um, I would just like to pray for them. And just pray. And my prayer for those couples is that um, they will begin to see Christ and to seek Christ together, so that they can have um, one voice, that they can have unity in their lives, unity in their marriage, and that they can be able to walk in agreement. Because we can't walk together with each other unless we're in agreement. So I just pray that their aid, that their eyes are open to be able to see the Lord, to be able to see the things of the Lord in their marriage, and that God is just bringing them and in, in, in their marriage and their families closer together and closer to Him. In Jesus' name, Amen. Yeah. Thank y'all.